Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanna know who you be calling, who you be texting when you be calling. Is a house for love, for love. What? For love. Whatever. And I've I've learned, learned that it don't take much to it. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to our, our our house in my heart. Valentine's Day is coming up, so I'm being nice to all it my hoes, y'all included. It means nothing to me. It means everything to me. I want all the Please. flowers, all the coin. <laughs> I want send me PayPal me, Venmo me, cash at me. Let me stop well, talking I'll be like I'm poor. Strangers, if I did that, so. <laughs> but uh, single as shit. Who are you? I'm Savage. And this is Ty, and this is Articulate. Articulate. I'm the lit and articulate, in case no, y'all didn't me. know already. But yeah, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Let me go ahead and just tell you about my New York experience. So, y'all, I was in New York this past weekend. I did a quick trip. I told you a little bit about it, but yeah, did I, I tell it. you about the airplane incident? I oh don't remember God. if I told you. Were you, you profiled? No, it was it was something. It was, uh, it's a short story. The girl next to me on the plane, white girl. She probably, you know, 30s, maybe late 20s. She didn't have any headphones in and she was reading a book. I was sitting in the middle seat. Yes. Uh, yeah. United. Too big. I have a too big to be in the middle seat. But go ahead. Exactly. She was sitting on the aisle seat. But anyway, I had taken one of my headphones out, my little iPhone headphones, because they were making an announcement. I wanted to hear what they were talking about, naturally. And she looked at me with a look of disgust. And said, do you mind turning that down? It's, it's loud. Now. <laughs> Actually, I do, sis. I'm trying to drown out that heavy breathing you're doing. You know when somebody catch you off guard? First of all, the plane is loud as fuck. So normally, most people bring headphones to drown out the fucking sound of the plane. So they can exactly. hear think, Or to Dude. sleep. If you wanted to read, that may be a good idea, too. Or you maybe you need to do an audible, an audio book. But, um. I, it wasn't so much what she asked, it was how she said it. it was with and the way all her face looked privilege. as if I should know that my music was already live. All the capacity. Uh, every time I fucking fly, that shit is on the last fucking notch. Especially when you get in, get in the air and your ears are clogged up. Yeah. It's as loud as it goes every time. So I was confused, but it was just the way she looked and the way she said it. And she just so happened to be white. And I know Girl, that was go to like, first class. <laughs> that I don't have time. Was the ice on cake. The white ice. I icing. looked at her. Put my headphone back in, and I turned my head back forward <laughs> and closed my eyes. Pay hit a single volume notch on the phone. If I could turn it up loud, I would have. Pay that as does. Exactly, but yeah, New York was fun. It was a quick trip. I kind of want to go back because I, I it had been years since I've been to New York. I love New York. And I York. forgot what the experience was like, but it was too fucking cold to be out trying to do some. I told shit. you, your neck was cold, wasn't it? Exactly. Did you get a scarf? No, I didn't. It was cold mm. as fuck. Mm. But half the time mm. I was I was too drunk to realize I cold. Exactly. Go fuck around and get pneumonia. <laughs> okay. Probably got the walking pneumonia now. Where's the wood? Knock on wood. Exactly. But, uh, so that was cool. And I was supposed to come back and go to a Super Bowl party. But fucking around with United and that bullshit. The plane was delayed. And then we got 
landed back in Atlanta and the gate, there was no gate available and not some other bullshit. The belt broke when we were waiting on our carry on to come off. Uh, everything that could go wrong went wrong exactly so i missed the super bowl party but at the same time i was like you know what i was supposed to be boycotting that shit anyway so i fell asleep on it god said no i fell asleep i heard it was interesting but i got drunk earlier in the day i cooked this bomb ass pasta dish for because our super bowl party was more about eating than actual super bowl but was it the shrimp pasta salad it was the shrimp pasta salad i had that for christmas it was amazing. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you came over and ate because for the holidays, I make a family reunion-sized portion. But anyway, I enjoyed what little bit of Justin Timberlake's uh, performance I did see, but I went straight to sleep right after that. Do not pass go. Dazed. So we both both missed it, basically. Yeah, but I don't care. So. Yeah, I haven't been watching it. Any NFL this whole season, you know, standing with Kaepernick and all, you know, but uh, that's the first thing I want to talk about in the articulate section. Anyway, it was the Super Bowl. The Eagles beat the Patriots 41 to 33 and the entire city of Philadelphia went outside and showed their ass. (laughs) They were tearing the city apart. I I said, did y'all win or lose? I'm confused. (laughs) I don't care for Philly, like at all. I don't care for... Just As the city, whole city, huh? Right. <laughs> I just don't care for I can't, it. I can't say. I have friends from Philly, but I've actually never I could be so friends with people from Philly. I mean, Will Smith is great, right? But amazing. I don't care for the city as a whole. Like, it's just... Mm. Apparently, the natives and residents don't either, because they tore that shit up after <laughs> I get it, but it's kind of not making sense. I appreciate all the meat like do you want a free meat or do you want to win the super bowl which one you want to pick uh, i'm like leave that no, nigga said, in jail like they said the super bowl <laughs> he'll be all right and i understand everybody's saying free meat yes i don't want to see another black man locked up but on the flippity flip side of that shit if you do the crime your ass is gonna pay the time wait if this you pay the, what you know what i'm talking about yeah, the only thing with that whole Meek Mill thing was that, you know, we need all of us to get equal punishment when it comes to certain crimes. Fact. So I get that part. And the judge anyway, was on some bullshit. They and the bailiff. Like, everybody. Story. And that's it, it, back to my point about Philly being the worst. Like, the judge was just trying to get popular, but we ain't even got it. That's, woo, that's old news. Moving forward, I enjoyed the halftime performance, others were underwhelmed. Yeah, um, a lot of people, well, Marisa underscore Villarreal, she said on Instagram, really thought Janet was going to make an appearance. And I had been hearing that too, but I believe Janet had made a statement already online saying that. She she said, I ain't going to, she was like the Mexican president when he was talking about Trump. I ain't building no fucking wall. Janet said, I ain't going to be at no fucking Super Bowl. These cities are off guard, off they're off the market. Like, her baby need those now. She can't be on the TV showing those no more. These tetas are reserved. Um, but did you see Kevin Hart acting a fool? He was drunk as fuck. That would have been me. Drunk, but he's little. You know, like, little teeny people like that don't need too much to get drunk. What's crazy, I guess he was excited because Philly won. He's from Philly. But to me, he was acting like I would act. You know how niggas act when they... You, like, going to the Super Bowl, clearly, I'm not going to shit is $10,000 or however much for ridiculous amount 
for the box and all that shit that he had. But uh, if I was to go, I would act a plum fool too. I'd be drunk as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't remember a goddamn thing. I had to watch it again the next day. Exactly. Him and his rib was sitting up in there in the box. That was cute. Okay. Cr- Speaking of his rib, Crystal underscore taught you said, where's his rib when he needs her? She was supposed to rescue him. Referring to when he almost ran up on the podium where they were getting the trophy, but the security guard Security quickly was like, no. Security treated him like he didn't know who he was. Like, mm, no. Almost had a little mama moment. <laughs> he did. If the cheating scandal didn't do it to you, that might have did it. You got up there asking the plum fool. <laughs> that was about to be a little mama moment. Um, but the halftime show, uh, it was good. The the one thing that he did do well was he he worked the whole field. I mean, he had 18 stages. Like, he kept moving the whole time. I'm like, what the – like, where is this, the main stage? I couldn't understand. But so I, that was good. I feel like they did that with Bruno and Beyonce. They were all over the fucking field. I don't know because he came from under the, under the fucking uh, bleachers at one point. I don't know where he was at the beginning, but he came from up under <laughs> the shit. It was just a lot happening. If you didn't like it, I think it had a lot to do with his catalog of music. You probably just don't like his music. Yeah. Or a lot of his songs. Because, I mean, if you like his music, you would have liked the performance. Because he's a great performer, but eh, it was okay. Because he performed a lot of upbeat shit. And I don't necessarily like him for all of his upbeat shit. A lot of his slower, mid-tempo stuff is better to me. Yeah. But um, Janet Jackson Appreciation Day was... uh was on um going around as a hashtag on Twitter. It was trending topic on social media on Super Bowl Day. Uh, ironically, 32 years since Control album drop was the uh, same day as the Super Bowl Day. But a lot of people felt that, you know, they were doing that just because of the whole Justin Timberlake performance and what happened with her titty coming out. But um, Miss Floetic said on Instagram, I don't know one Janet song. I never could hear the whisper. But yes, sis. <laughs> um, excuse me, bitch. <laughs> I get what she tried to say. She was trying to be funny, but everybody knows the Janet song. I almost feel like a Janet halftime performance would have been better anyway, but that's just me. Me too. But yeah, it's a lot happening with the, surrounding the Super Bowl. Did you see uh Tisha Campbell Martin? We were talking about her, Gina. Oh my god. Um, her new song with the little dance video she put out. So I, for whatever reason, like to see choreography on Instagram. So that little studio she was in looked very familiar. But Janice, go learn some scripts or something. You need to get ready for this Martin reboot check. Because whatever performance she doing in front of 15 people, it's not going to pay the bills. It's and not, but... It, I almost hate to say I kind of like the song. You're not the only one. It was a couple people that said they really liked it. I didn't give it a chance. I can go ahead and admit that. I, although watching the video, I couldn't help but stare at her crotch area because them damn tights were loose, and I couldn't figure out if that. It was is... because she ain't got no hips, like you. Oh, uh, <laughs> like you. Martin used to tell her, "I would have gave you hips if I could have Gina." <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing I looked at. She tried to have a little jacket over top of her, but sis. Right. If I had some coin, I would have been got some hips, please. I mean, can't the pants come tighter? I'm confused. I don't know. But it was it was cool. Do you think, uh, Tisha? She's trying to hold on as you best she can. to push. Hopefully, Martin will come back and she'll get another check. Come on now, push. <laughs> Did you see where Raven Simone was in the news? Oh, recently? God. Do we have to talk about her? It pains me to do it, but. It was going around social media. I'm going to paraphrase what she said because I Please. could care less. 
something like a group of men, because it was a picture of a, a bunch of rappers together, T.I. and Big Sean and Khaled, a whole bunch of people were together, DJ Khaled. Um, I think, I forgot why they came together, but anyway, her to paraphrase her, she said something on social media like, a group of men who became rich and famous for purpose perpetuating the worst black stereotypes and disrespecting black women. I know making an observation is being a hater. Then don't make it. She be killing me. Exactly. She, you know what? I remember when she was on the view or whatever she was on for a little while, she used to make the most ignorant comments, like at least once a week. And I was through her purple hair ass then, but she, uh, this is my thing about that. Everyone has a past girl. So even if what you are saying is true, what have these people done currently in recent years, like T.I. giving back X, Y, Z dollars to charities and different people around the Atlanta, uh, city of Atlanta? But it's just find something else to do with your life. Like, go make another Disney movie. I'm just over her. Like, she hates her peop- own people too much. The problem. She the one that said she was from every, what yes, you Yes, every country or some shit like every that. Every country in Africa. Something I don't think like she is an African, but I think her being a child star definitely contributes to her <sighs> detachment from society and understanding yeah. the plight of black people. Like she doesn't get it. She's always been, uh, in you know, a celebrity for the most part. It's She's another, always been Olivia. Really. She has. It is another situation where, or uh, Raven from That's a Raven, but this is another situation where I minding your business would literally, it, like, you would be paid nothing. to do it. Like, absolutely. Like, she'd get a coin from it. Maybe you can keep a job then. It costs you nothing to pay me no mind. But she is on Blackish, and I'm like, sis, just reoccurring. She collect that little check and sit down somewhere. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like celebrities like stick their nose out just to cause controversy even if it's at the risk of them looking ignorant. But the thing is, I don't care if she did that all the time. Like, she always had an opinion about something. But for you to only speak up and say things when it's about black people or black men, that shit looks a little wild, especially since you are black with 4C hair. Like, what's happening? Okay. (laughs) But she, uh, I completely agree with that because... This happens in other communities. It happens to other people. Like, there's other issues you can be talking about. There's Black Lives Matter. There's all these stuff going on with me, too. Like, why do you speak up on some shit like this? Um, Notorious Craig Mack on Instagram said, try a group of black men that made the... You're trying a group of black men that made the best of their cars in life and are now in a room collectively together, fellowshipping, celebrating perseverance and the struggle. You a clown, Raven. Yes. She is a clown, and she dresses accordingly. And that hair goes along with it. Exactly. No shade to people with rainbow-colored hair. Kylie, moving on, sorry. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's baby was born. She released a picture. The baby's name is Stormy. And it's very white trash of her. People were saying the baby looked like older than like a few days, but, I mean, the baby was big as fuck. It was like almost nine pounds, I think. So maybe why does it matter how old a baby is? What are they trying to imply? That she's just lying. But I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. People just care because it's fucking a Kardashian sister. King Kiran said on Instagram, "They'd have manicured the baby's hands right after birth." LOL. <laughs> and when I tell you that baby's nails were 
done. Done. Can you uh, was mad. Chris was in the back. Can you just clip them just so they're gonna be in a picture a lot? So I see a hangnail. They probably was photoshopping their baby pictures and everything. Exactly. Kind of but the, I'm a little nervous about when she grows up because she's gonna have Kylie's old face and or Travis's and. It could it could get a little hairy. I don't. I'm not trying to talk about a baby. Right. I'm specifically talking about her parents. Bless the Lord. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. And Travis, I'm trying to figure out how he looks because if you like look at his Instagram or any most pictures of him, they never give you like a direct shot. He of his always face. puts his head down. I'm like, maybe he knows. There's a reason girl. for that. That mouth too. Yeah, but anyway, enough. About Congrats. It them baby they be popping out babies like especially little brown babies and i made a joke at work i made a joke at work actually on friday i was talking to my um director and some of my coworkers, and i think someone was like do you really think kylie's pregnant and i said yeah she wouldn't have done that app i mean that ad with her stomach covered with all her sisters she definitely would have had her stomach out like she's obviously pregnant her face looked bigger in that picture everything this was just on friday before she did her whole baby release over the weekend but the joke was just yes kylie is definitely pregnant with a little brown baby and they were like oh my god these all white people they're like oh my god that's so inappropriate i said well she's brown chloe's baby's gonna be brown kim's babies are brown the only one that doesn't have brown babies is courtney I was reading something that said everybody baby's gonna grow up saying nigga except Courtney's. And that's a fact. But I get I guarantee you they're gonna try to say it too, because they're Armenian and white. <laughs> they white as fuck. Right. But uh oh God. Please tell me you heard about this epic <laughs> interview of Quincy Jones. This this is no, gonna go down as the I am so at dark. least the best interview of twenty eighteen. I was waiting. I didn't even try to read up on it. I was waiting on you. Listen. This shit was epic. Like, people, some people were saying, like, this thing is about to be 85 in March. You can't, you got to take everything he says with a grain of salt because he could be, like, have dementia at this point. But when I what tell you, happened? I believe I can't take every no word <laughs> I can't he take said, it. some of the things he said, first of all, he was cursing the interview out. When the interview asked him, he ain't like, what the fuck? Like, he was going off. He went the fuck off. But uh, he was saying he dated Ivanka Trump 12 years ago, or at least he went out on dates with her. How old was she? Out, he was. He was about to, you know, he'd be 85. So he was 73. I think she, she's about 36 years old or something way around there. So she was legal, but she was in her early Either 20s. way, disgusting. But, uh, I mean, he said in a previous interview a, a few weeks ago with GQ that he has 22 girlfriends all around the world. So we already knew that. <sighs> okay. And he said that none of them are over 42 years old. Okay. Pull, Quincy. Okay. Uh, Quincy but said yeah, he knows he's, he's fine. Of course, he said he hates 45. Everyone does. That's fine. But um, he said that Michael Jackson was greedy because back in the day, like when they wrote songs, like he w- he didn't want to pay the writers who helped participate in the writing sessions or like if he, he would sample people and not give them credit and that sort of thing. Like, that sounds just... black to me. Exactly. And underneath the vitiligo, he was black. He said that he named the mobster that killed President Kennedy. Okay, sure. Um, he said the Beatles were the worst musicians in the world when he worked with them. He said they sucked to the point where one of them like went out the room and they had somebody else do the drums or whatever. Ringo, I think it was. <laughs> and Ringo came back in and heard the playback. It was like, oh, that sounds good. He was like, yeah, because it wasn't you. <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> 
It was, I mean, you have to hear it. Well, I'm sorry, read it. I wish it was like on video. That probably would be better. So he took everybody to the reading rainbow. This nigga off. read everybody. And the um, interviewer asked him, and this is for Vulture magazine, by the way, y'all. But the interviewer asked him, what's your greatest musical innovation? And he said, everything I've done. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Listen. Did you hear me? Everything. Everything. He had a James Brown type interview. Did you see that James Brown interview when he was coked up? If you I haven't, please YouTube it. So, oh my but he God. said Marlon Brando would fuck a mailbox. He said he fuck anything walking. And he said he fucked James Baldwin, which we knew James Baldwin was gay. He said he fucked Richard Pryor and Marvin Gaye. Oh no, he called Richard <laughs> Pryor. He went the fuck off. <laughs> now Richard Pryor has him. came out and said he's fucked with men before, but he, Did he? I yeah, but. Marlon Brando, we know about that. I'm so late. And then, um, well, he was just going on and on and on about different people, but Slim underscore B underscore Gemini said, Quincy at that final age of not giving a damn what he said, good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, spill That's the tea, exactly Quincy. What it is. He counting down the days of his life like, I don't even give a fuck no more. But there was a couple topics that they hit on that he said he wouldn't, um, he didn't want to go into, like, to the public like he would talk about it in private only and one of them was bill cosby mm, he knew he know, he know about that too right that nigga know every fucking body well at least he ain't sell him out he easily could have done that he easily could have been like yes bill has been drugging and fucking nursey me on instagram said quincy losing his mind but when i tell you i believe every word he said every single word <laughs> everybody fuck it we already do that shit back in the day anyway Fucking and sucking everybody. Yes. And all, and coked up. Yes. This nigga's about to be 85. Like, he's old as fuck. He's. But anyway, very I'm here old. for it. He needs to do as many interviews as possible. We need okay, to get these. Okay, call him again. Video. Call him right now. You got his number. I got a couple questions, my damn self. <laughs> all right. That's all I got, y'all, for the articulate portion of the show. <laughs> Please be sure to add. Hashtag tap or hashtag the articulate podcast when you are commenting around social media. Let us know what you guys are thinking about and what your thoughts are on different topics. And we may quote you on an upcoming episode. This episode is brought to you by the Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show kicked off its eighth season on air on January 22nd of this year. Previous guests have included Michael K. Williams, Faith Evans, Selena Johnson, Kelly Price, Mila of R&B Group 702, Evelyn Braxton, and other celebrities, as well as many independent artists, movie directors, fitness and relationship experts. The Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. Welcome back. Wait, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> oh my God, I'm in such a singing mood and can't sing. Anyway, let's get into the articulated segment of the show where we talk about a hot topic in depth. And this week, we've chosen the Olympics. Come on. Ty, I know they're you're very excited about the Olympics. I love the Olympics. I've, I don't remember ever missing them since I've been able to watch TV. And I, on the other hand, could give a shit. I remember watching the gymnastics um, 
Or if the shit, like, if it's just on, I'll watch it, you know, in the middle of the night. <laughs> but um, some people really get into it. I have a couple friends that have attended. Their family wore matching sweatsuits. It was very cute, very wealthy. I was about um, to say, it sounds rich. <laughs> very rich. But the Winter Olympics actually start tomorrow. Did you know that, Ty? Yeah, I think opening ceremonies are 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. Or, I should say, Wednesday night. I don't know why I thought you wouldn't know. <laughs> but this year, they're <laughs> going to be taking place in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And, yeah, like you said, it's going to start tonight. Oh, no. It's going to start tomorrow night. I think I thought it was Wednesday night, no? Perhaps, the, because they're 14 hours ahead. So Yeah, so Wednesday night, 11 p.m., in Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, but so it'll yeah, be... It's already Thursday there. Uh, 12, 13, 4, like... Talk. <laughs> 3 or 4 tomorrow in their time. Anywho, well. let's just get into it. So, as you guys know, the Olympics have been around for many moons. Um, the first Olympics, the first recorded Olympics were held in 776. My BC God. in Athens, Greece. BC. Um, and before Jesus we get into, not even risen yet. He had not risen. Um, but before we get into that, really quickly, there's a summer and a winter Olympics um, that's held once every four years on alternating schedules. So basically, there's an Olympic Games every two years. Um, and it started with that cycle in 1896. The summer games are generally held in July and August, and uh, the winter games are typically held sometime in February, or, yeah, January, February. Um, and the same goes for the Special Olympics, which we'll touch on briefly, too. The next uh, Special Olympics games will be held in Abu Dhabi in 2019. So, yeah, the first one, the first recorded Olympic Games were in 776 in Athens. They only had one event. Can you guess what it was? Like a foot race? Yes, it was 200-meter sprint. Come and, on. Me? Okay. And then the first marathon was in 490 BC. And that's when there was a messenger. I ain't even going to pronounce his name. I think it's Philippides. <laughs> Talk. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> but but he ran 26.1 miles. And then in 424, they started to see a decline in the amount of athletes that were available to do the Olympics because they had to fight Spartans. So obviously the biggest and the strongest people that could, men, women obviously weren't in it back then, but the biggest and strongest men couldn't participate because they had to go to war. So... Trump keep popping off. We might not have people participating either. But we'll get into that in a second. Um, so, yeah, that's just, like, way back in the day what happened with the Olympics. And in 394 A.D., uh, there was a Roman emperor, Theodosius I. He said, look, the games are pagan. So y'all got to stop all the bullshit. It's pagan. I'm done, y'all done, we're done with the Olympics. And it didn't really make an appearance until um, 1612. Again, this is based on what's being recorded, so perhaps 
There was an Olympic Games between then, but in 1612, they brought it back in the UK. Um, And then in 1894, the International Olympic Committee was founded. And the IOC is still around today. Uh, They're the ones that vote on people betting to be the hosting city. Right. And they regulate shit. So the IOC, um, they're the ones that are in charge. It was founded by Baron Pierre de Coubertin. That shit sound exotic as fuck. But uh, he wanted to reestablish it as an international four-yearly event that's hosted by different countries. So 1896 is the year that they held the first modern games. So that's kind of the number to remember if somebody tries to tell you, oh, no, the Olympics, you know, they came back in the early 1900s. Actually, sis, 1896 is when they came back. But that's just a brief history. Now, do you have any idea what the Olympic rings mean, like the symbols? I feel like I I learned that before, but I don't remember at all. Well... Good news, because I know I researched it. But there are five interlaced rings that are equal dimensions, and they're used alone in one or five different colors. Um, And from left to right is blue, yellow, black, green, and red. It's supposed to represent the activity of Olympic movement and the union of five continents. Now, I know that damn symbol, oh, because it's... Seven consonants, but That's maybe so they're not deep. counting Antarctica. That's such a deep meaning. I know. And um yeah, it's supposed to represent the union of the five consonants and meeting of athletes throughout the world. So some people might try to say the colors correspond to a certain continent. Wrong. Black does not correspond to Africa. Okay? Um <laughs> That's straight. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be very clear. But uh yeah, so I didn't know that until I read about it, but yeah. And then there's also a motto, and the motto is Citius, Altius, and Fortius, which translate to faster, higher, and stronger. Come on. Obviously, right? Because it's all about um, athleticism and, yeah, pure athleticism. And it was founded by a Dominican priest. He was the first one to express the words at an opening ceremony in 1881. And then Pierre de Coubertin had adopted them. And again, he's the guy that founded the International Olympic Council. So, the torch relay. What do you know about the torch relay? That's during the opening ceremonies when each com- each country like hands off the torch to the next. Yeah, so it generally starts before the actual opening ceremony, like a couple of months. Um, But yeah, so the tradition, it started from when the flame was lit in Olympia in Greece. And that's still the tradition. They still light it in Olympia. And um, in ancient games, they would run the torch through the cities. I guess it's a way to advertise and say, yo... We about to start these Olympic Games up. Gather your stuff. Bring some chicken. This shit about to be lit. This shit about to be lit. Literally, look at this torch, right? Um, But yeah, so it's usually carried on foot by runners. But they also use other types of transportation. Um, I saw skidoos, bikes, like 
boats, like however the fuck they can get the torch to the next point. Um, but yeah, so with the torch relay, it's again to spread a message of peace and friendship between people, and it ends at the opening ceremony. So what you guys will see in the the um opening ceremony is somebody jogging in or maybe a group of people jogging in and lighting the huge torch to start the games. And uh, the longest one, can you guess, like, the longest distance that they traveled with the torch? Not even the slightest <laughs> guess without sounding like a complete fool. <laughs> that was my point of asking you. But uh, for the summer games in Beijing in 2008, it began in Athens on... March 24th and went through 21 countries and reached the Olympic Stadium in Beijing on August the 8th. My God. Of 2008. I would have got bored. I would have been like, how long are we going to do this? We're going to do this for five months? Because you know it had to be somebody coordinating, right? Like it had to be someone in charge of that. I'm thinking about it from a project management standpoint. Anyway. So yeah, that was the longest one. And also part of the opening ceremony, the Parade of Nations. So, you know, when you see all the countries walking around yep. with their different outfits on. I think one thing we really pay attention to with the U.S. is who's the designer that's going to make the outfits. And I feel of like course. Ralph Lauren does it a lot, right? So shallow. I don't know. Yeah, we we actually care about what the fits are. I mean, the Jamaicans, they wear different <laughs> braids and wigs and all types of shit. Did you see the last one? No. I, don't, I feel like I, don't I remember, remember the Jamaicans coming in, and their outfits were interesting. And the Summer Olympics? Yeah, it'd be. That's because they knew they were coming in to whip everybody's ass and track and field. Listen, whip ass, okay? Please. They run everywhere. But, um, yeah, so the raising of the Olympic flag, they released some doves. That goes back to the ancient games, too. It's a signal a country's victory. And then there's speeches from the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, and the Olympic Organizing Committee. Nobody really gives a shit what they're talking about, but I guess they have to say something. Um, So, yeah, the opening ceremony um, in Korea this year, there may be some K-pop performances. If you guys aren't familiar with K-pop, it literally is Korean pop. It's like... Oh, God. It's actually pretty good. It's you like guys boy check band it out. Pop to me. Not only that, but I can't understand what you're saying either. So that's a double no. <laughs> it's a double fuck no. Um, but allegedly North Korea and South Korea are gonna be marching in together. Come on. Which is big because they can't stand each other. Somebody might not make it back alive. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like I remember recently in the news. Uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. He was talking to leaders in South Korea like, look, y'all know y'all gonna have to let us come through and be in the Olympics because otherwise I'm gonna have to launch a nuclear attack. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, so that's what's what with the opening ceremony. Again, it's gonna be in Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. South Korea... They're 14 hours ahead of us. You can watch it on NBC, CNBC, USA, NBAOlympics.com. You can download the app. I know we usually have it at work in our main area. Like, people will sit around and watch. 
the sports, but I don't know um, if people really give a shit this year. Do you know what sports are going to be in the Winter Olympics or which sports are normally in the Winter Olympics? I like the speed skating, especially because that young black girl made it this year. Women's speed skating. Yeah, and speed skating. ice skating is always, figure skating, I should say, is always Yeah, used. figure skating. You better know. You better know the correct term. Right. And then all of the, like, the, um, <laughs> what's the, um, like, the, uh, the trick shit they do on, like, the snowboarding and stuff? Yeah. The snowboarding, ski jumping, something called skeleton slitting. I don't know what that is. That sounds dope. Um, luge, ice oh hockey. Bobsledding. Remember, Bob Africa sledding. has their first team. Yeah, I saw that Nigeria is going to participate in their first um, Winter Olympics. And ironically, it's going to be bobsledding. It's pretty dope. Um, But yeah, there are a couple more I don't really care to mention. But you guys should check it out. Um, But there was something you said that made me want to bring it up. Oh, so with ice hockey, I don't think any of... The NHL's um, hockey players are going to participate because right now they're, you know, in their season. They're like midseason. They're yeah, like so coming I up don't, on finals. I don't watch hockey, but in other, you know, sports, basketball, whatever, they create a team from all of our teams. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but don't do I don't think the NHL, NHL wants to participate. You, It's the Olympics. You can't do that. The fuck? They're saying fuck it, but um, I don't know if you read about it or saw, but Russia <laughs> they got in trouble for doping. I want to say in 2016, it was like state sponsored doping of their athletes, and the IOC was saying you can participate, but you're not gonna get recognized for having any medals. Like if they were to win, they're not gonna receive a medal, but. They claim wow. that they're still going to attend. Wait, so that's this that's affecting them in this Olympics? Yeah, they're still banned. Oh. I mean, well, more of opportunity for us. And there were talks of some USA teams not participating because of 45's issues with North Korea's leader. They're like, why would we send our athletes over there? That's true. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's a lot, a lot of politics involved. There's a lot of politics involved, and the Olympics is all about peace and you know peace. But <laughs> there's a whole lot of politics involved. Um, but yeah, so there's five. I was looking at like the top five Olympians, and it's really hard to compare people from different eras, different countries, different backgrounds. But some of the ones that were listed in the top were Jesse Owens, who's a famous track star. Um, the main thing about Jesse was he kind of persevered when there was a lot of oppression and a lot of racism. Um, Hitler <laughs> was definitely in power when he, when he was in the Olympics. So the whole, the whole political climate for him was really crazy. And then of course, Michael Phelps, he had 22 medals and 18 golds. Shitting on everybody. On everybody. High as a kite. High as a kite. That's why, listen, just legalize it. <laughs> And then, and then there was one woman, Larissa, ooh, Latina. I don't know. She's from the Soviet Union for gymnastics. She's not American. No, she's not American. Usain Bolt is also in top five. 
and Carl Lewis again for tracks. So you got three track stars. Cause yeah. guess what? Black people be running. Okay. Do you hear me? And two of the top paid um Olympians, Michael Phelps, his net worth was at fifty five million, roughly. You never can trust what's on the internet, but it's at fifty five million and then Usain Bolts, his is at sixty million. Um, but getting into the coin side of it, the only direct come ooh. <laughs> Sorry. The only, (laughs) oh my God, the only direct income that most Olympic athletes receive is um, sponsorships, corporate sponsorships. And Michael Phelps is like one of the people that I instantly think about because he has a huge sponsorship with Speedo. And when he broke uh, a few records, or when he broke a record by getting seven gold medals in a single Olympics, they gave him an extra million on top of what they already give him. And that was I back in 08. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most athletes are not paid. Some might get a stipend from their government. Um, but if you are from, or if you're participating on behalf of Singapore and you want a gold, $714,000. Just for one gold medal. It's like a bonus they give you for getting it. It's crazy um, that most of them are not paid because I feel like most of them want that this to be their you know, career, main career. It must be about legacy because that's the thing. You have to spend all of your time training for it. A lot of people that are in the Olympics train, you know, from childhood up through adulthood to be yeah, Olympians. Because there's a lot of annual meets and, you know, events in yeah. between the Olympics. Yep. And, um... In the U.S., we pay twenty five thousand for gold, fifteen for silver, and ten thousand for bronze. And Canada is the cheapest of them all; they pay fifteen thousand for gold. Um, oh wait, I read that wrong. No, they pay fifteen for gold, um, and then the lowest is eight thousand for bronze. But anyway, most um, in the U.S., most track and field stars that are top 10 in their events, they typically earn an average of $16,553 a year. Like, you earn more a than year? that. Yeah. I could be, like, the number two motherfucker, number five in the world or in the country. I mean, that's where sponsorships come in. So if you so, can get Nike or somebody to sponsor you, you have way more money than that. What I'm hearing is most of these motherfuckers got regular-ass jobs. Facts. That's the track coach at a high school, sound like. And I'm pretty sure most of them end up being track um, track coaches, but or yeah, whatever field they're in or sport, <laughs> sport, motor sport. So that was a really brief, brief, brief history on Olympics, but we don't have time to get into it. It's very, um, it's a, a long history behind the Olympics. Of course, there have been many scandals, bombings. Um, it's a huge security risk. Yeah, of having Atlanta. all of those people in one place. Yeah, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped over the bidding part, but just really quickly, they vote on cities to bid. There were a bunch of cities that opted out of it because it definitely um, can hurt the poor or the low-income population. Uh, it's not... Basically, it's, there's no huge incentive to being a host city. Like, you can break even, but... For you to gain a shit ton of revenue, it's probably not going to happen. But anyway, that is the articulated segment. 
<laughs> That's the articulated segment, and we're gonna take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by The Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion, and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show airs every, or it's on the radio, every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Previous guests have included Michael K. Williams, The Jackson, or Tito Jackson, oh my God, Faith Evans, Lena Johnson, Fonsworth Bentley, and many other celebrities, as well as independent artists, movie directors, fitness, and relationship experts. The Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. All right, so <laughs> words of the week, your favorite segment of the show. <laughs> We close this thing out. Allegedly. A couple words and their definitions and Savage and I will attempt to use them in a sentence. Hopefully related to something we talked about for the week, but we'll see how that works out. The first word, are you ready? Yes. Ari. Logamaki. Logamaki. Logamaki is spelled L-O-G-O-M-A-C-H-Y. It's a noun and it means a dispute over or about words. Uh, um, a dispute over words or about words. Logamaki. Logamaki. A noun. Everybody on Black Twitter got into a logamaki with Raven Simone because she really tried it on this week. In this week, I'll <laughs> say on today. Um, okay, decent, decent at best. Uh, let's see. So, uh, there was a, a logamaki surrounding something that 45 said yesterday. I made that up, but guess what? It's true. There's a logomachy of him trying to organize a damn military parade show like we're in North Korea. I just heard that. that. Now that. Now that. <laughs> they said he went to Paris and saw their, saw theirs, and he was like, ooh, I want one of those. What kind he of grown ass, trying man? To, again, he's trying to compete with Kim Jong. I, I'm living in. I feel like I'm living in Twilight Zone literally every day of my life that really? he's in office. He doesn't realize what kind of nation we are. I'm a, oh god. Anyway, sorry. He just stresses me out. He just it literally. If I weren't a strong person and I was battling with depression, I probably would kill myself fucking around with him because so, he is crazy. Yeah, but fuck him. Second word, blench. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> blench is spelled B L E N C H. Blinch is a verb, and it means to draw back or turn aside from lack of courage, or to flinch. It's too close to blinch. They, I mean, to, they really tried it with that. But guess what? You can freestyle or stun on somebody by instead of saying flinch, you can say blinch. Good. They're like, did you did you say the right word? Yes, the fuck I did. Listen to the <laughs> articulate podcast. 
<laughs> I listen to the Articulate Podcast. What is it again? Blinch. To no, draw back. Or, oh, it's a verb. To draw back or turn aside from lack of courage. Or to flinch. If someone makes you flinch by bucking in your face. Hmm. It's a verb. You want to go first? You go first. Um... When I saw Tisha Campbell Martin's latest yeah. choreography, I, I blanched. <laughs> when I saw them teeth. <laughs> that wide mouth. Okay. Um, I, no nigga has ever made me blanch. <laughs> ever. Said Monique. On this black earth. Okay. Monique will not give it up. Do you hear me? She is killing me. Like, I literally cringe every time I see her pop up on my feet. Because I know she's saying something crazy. I don't know, but she's dedicated to the cause. If she ain't did nothing else. If I ain't never heard it loud and wrong, this is it. Oh, Monique, girl. Um, but She ain't blenching, though. Okay. Let me tell you. That's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Um, please find us online at thearticulatepodcast.com. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Please tag us on social media at hashtag tap and or hashtag thearticulatepodcast to communicate with us on social media. Thing. Um, but yeah, we're on pretty much every social media platform. We're on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter, and we're typically the articulate podcast, but only on Twitter are we the articulate PC because your handle can only be so long. Um, but yeah, follow us, like us, add us, and we will follow, like, and at you too. But yeah, say, engage with us on social. Did I say I was going to Mardi Gras this weekend? <sighs> yes, yeah, so yeah, jealous. You hype. All right, y'all, hit me up if y'all going to be at Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> you flashing for right. beads. I need Whatever. Beads. All right, we out. Flashing me. Bye. And you think I don't know. Girl, is somebody next to you that's hating on me? I don't know what they tell Protect on you. I got money. Girl, if you know what's best for you, then you will call me. Girl, I'm low key obsessed with you. Yeah, I'm low key obsessed So, yeah, yeah. Got a nigga in my feelings. In my feelings. No, this shit ain't been the same, no. We so distant. No, you miss how I be thugging. On my hood shit. Girl, I miss how we be fucking. And you ain't my bitch. Got a nigga in my feelings.